Hi, I'm Michelle Thrash, and welcome to the So What Now It podcast. We're going to talk about all the ways we get in our own way and what to do about it. So What Now What is a moment in time when you realize you are no longer willing to stay stuck in any area of your life. It is a journey about moving on from the past and creating the future you've always wanted. Together, we'll discover what holds us back and how to move forward. Life happens. So what? Now what? What are you going to do about it? Let's figure this out together. Welcome, everybody, to the very first So What, Now What podcast. I'm Michelle Thrash, and I'm so excited that you're here. Hopefully, you are here. But yes, this is the first launching of the podcast. It's been a long time coming, and it's been sort of a dream of mine to do this. And we did a little bit of like the So What, Now What TV during the pandemic, and then life happens, and you know, you reboot, and you come back, and here we are again. So... I just want to say that I'm excited to go on this journey with all of you. And I thought that a really great place to start is the beginning. You know, what, so, what, now, what really came from, what it means, what it means to me. And so I thought the best way to do that was to bring on the man, the coach, the legend that is a legend in my life, and I'm sure so many others. My coach from Tony Robbins, when I was going through hell and back, Shashin Shaw, You are here with me, and I'm so excited and grateful because this was birthed out of my crazy time in my life. And I remember I was going off on a tangent, you know, my ex and I had gotten in a fight and blah, blah, blah. And I was blah, 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 you know, you know, this, that, he's this, he's that. And what about this? And then you like, you said to me, like, Michelle, stop talking. Like, total panic, pattern interrupt. And I was like, He's like, you're like, so what? He's a jerk. So what? Now what? What are you going to do about it? And I was like, whoa, so what? Now what? And it just struck my bones and it has never left me. And it's, it's really been something that has taken me from, you know, the fetal position on the floor in my bedroom, not knowing how the hell I was going to handle all this to now where here we are. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about where it started and, and just kind of your interpretation of where I was that even provoked that pattern interrupt. <laughs> I mean, first off, it's so great um, that you're doing this. I mean, what, I mean, you're such a great, credible person to be delivering the message, right? I mean, you have been not on the sidelines watching life go by. You've been on the court, give me the ball, let's go, you know, no, you know, no nonsense. And I'm just trying to think, you know, it's been some years. You were Michelle Callow back then, you know, you're now married, your kids are growing up. I mean, I mean Asher all. was a baby and now he's seven. There you go. Okay, seven years ago. And I think that oh, there's so many things to say. Before you do that, I think we should strike the scene. Okay. Okay. So I was recently separated. Okay. Going through my divorce. Right. Had an affair. Just going to put it out there because we're going to talk about what's real in this podcast. Sure. And was trying to figure that whole thing out. 
thought I would try and get back together with my ex-husband, had breakup sex with the man that is now the father of my youngest and got pregnant. And I was like, holy shit, you must have someone else's test because this is so not good timing. <laughs> like I'm 42. This is not good timing. But this to me was God's way of saying, no, you're not going back there. And so this was me sorting out having an ex-husband with two little kids, a newborn with a baby daddy, trying to get my feet on the ground, trying to figure out how I was going to do all of this. And there was a lot of coaching needed through that process. And in a 100% commission sales role. In a 100% commission sales role. I mean, let's, let's stack the deck. Let's just stack the deck. I said, you know, I say in the introduction of this podcast that my life is like the pages of a trashy romance novel, but it's real and it's true. Yeah, yeah. So I saw part of the interruption, but I thought we should paint the picture. Yeah. And, you know, and, <laughs> you know, I remember, well, there was a couple of things. I mean, one, it was quite a series of circumstances, right? You get all the, you hear a lot of stories as a coach. A lot of people come in with a lot of different things. I'm like, wow, it's kind of an interesting bag of a <laughs> interesting mix you got there. But that being said, at the same time, I remember seeing this, you know, extremely attractive, you know, determined, powerful woman that clearly had demonstrated a level of discipline and excellence in your own physicality and in what you had already accomplished with, you know, health and fitness. And it wasn't like it was this, there was a lot there to work with, right? And yet there were these circumstances. And I think that that's probably, you know, a really great place to start in the conversation for those who are listening, right? That it's rare that you find somebody that's really looking for answers that doesn't have evidence of success in other areas of their life. Wouldn't you, I mean, don't you think that that's the case? I mean, because I don't think you're listening to this if you're kind of like, you know, if life is just such a disaster and you have nothing going, like you're not listening to this right now. These are yeah, people- I, I, maybe not. But what I do know is that the people that are going to listen to this podcast want more. Or there's some, that's right. Some point, they're at some point in their life where they're ready to pivot and stop sabotaging. And quite frankly, you know, just the way you described me at, that I, I was at the time, I didn't see myself that way anymore. And it's, that's right. We rarely do, right? I mean, I don't think any of us at any given time, when we hit that crisis, right? You know, when we hit that moment where we're asking for help and we're done, you know, we're kind of, I, I, I need to change something's going to happen. I think that's where people are going to be when they're listening to this. You don't have a chance to really take stock in an honest way. Or if you do, you're like, well, I'm doing this here. What's wrong with me over here? Like there's something wrong and there's something broken. And I think it's great because, you know, what I know about you and what, you know, what we've always talked about is you wanting to share your story, you wanting to share other people's stories. And it's through those storytelling and listening to other people's stories that I think that there's ways out of it. You know, there's that old saying, it's like, you can't read the label from inside the jar. And, you know, you were definitely in the jar. And, you know, I sat there and I'm like trying to read the label and I'm like, okay, I got it. So like, wow, there's a lot of good stuff here. And wow, you know, you've been now saying a lot of things after it was kind of week after week, I was listening to another series of circumstances 
another drama. The ex did this. I can't, you know, the sales people this, the men are this, the men are that. I mean, it was on and on. And I think that, you know, my approach with you was knowing that you were a no-nonsense person and that if you actually heard the stuff that was coming out of your mouth by me just reflecting it back to you, something was going to shift, right? Like, I don't think you would have tolerated you, basically. You're 100% right. And I think that it was one of those times, and I think this, this patterns repeat themselves until you understand that this is this has been doing like happening because it's supposed to happen and you know we have talked a lot about in the seven years more of the spiritual angle of why those things happen to us and we can get into that a little bit but I you're right I watch people that are going through or I get on the phone with people that are in some of the similar places that I was in and I just want to smack them like wake up yeah the conversation that you're having right now is not going to get you out from under the shit that you're in unless you decide you want something different and that you're willing to do something about it. Yeah. And I think that this whole conversation as we move through this journey with this podcast is, you know, I do want to tell my story. There's lots of stories along the way. There's lots of snippets and, and things that I've realized over time. But I also want to listen to other people's story and understand what their so what now what moment is because the so what now what moment is a moment of awakening where you're no longer willing to tolerate what's currently going on in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us hit that threshold at some point and it can apply to all areas, whether it's your relationships, your job, your health, your spirituality, what you're tolerating with your in life in general is that we are in so much control of what's happening, but we give it away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you bring up something really important that I'm going to say in a different way. Like, you know, you, what's great about what you said is like, you know, you hit this, this place in life. And, you know, I think that you and I have gotten into work that we're doing to hopefully give people some shortcuts and like, you don't have to go whack a tree metaphorically or physically, right? I mean, it usually takes something pretty dramatic. It's a lot more painful than it needs to be before you can make that shift. You know, this graceful pivot in life. And I think that the stories, hopefully, I not hopefully, I know, I think if enough people tell their stories about those times, I think you can gain wisdom from that and avert the massive, I mean, I guess people are on their journey. Some people got a whack a tree. I got it, you know, but other people, I think that, you know, sometimes it's the first time you hear something for the first time. It just, it, it just shakes you up a little bit and goes like, oh, wow, it doesn't have to be that way. Or, you know, this idea that if, even if you just examine the words that you've been saying repetitively and have them reflect back, have them being reflect back to you or, taking the time to write it out on a piece of paper and look at it and ask yourself if that's true. Those are things that someone can do if they're feeling a bit of discomfort. And it does crack open the door to, you know, considering there might be another way to experience the exact same circumstances that they're going through. And I think that I really do believe that, I mean, what is it? It's, 
I think the thing that I've seen again and again is that we're, we are limited by our own narrative, right? And it sounds so simple, but yet it's almost every day there's something that I'm saying about something that constrains my experience about how I get to experience it. Whether it's the news, whether it's some guy walking down the street, or whether it's some something, some situation in which someone didn't follow through, we say things and we speak about things and, and we complain about things and we express our opinions about things as if that's actually how it is. And I think that that's one of the first steps in all of this is to realize it's not actually how it is. It's how you experience it. It's how it's occurring for me right now. It seems particularly intense. It seems like there's no oxygen in the room. And I think that's the moment in which a graceful pivot is possible when you know you find the right coach or you have that moment of reflection that just says, wait, it doesn't actually have to be that way. Mm-hmm. And there is an option. And, and maybe the option doesn't seem that easy or tangible, but I think if you can get that key in the door, it opens up some possibilities. Oh, and absolutely. And I think that the first part of it is really stopping and pausing to, to really kind of investigate what is happening right now. Like what, so, okay, so what, what is the situation that you're actually in? Like, let's get to the truth of what's actually happening because so many people are adding so much intensity and drama to a situation that's actually really not as dramatic or intense as they're making it. And that, that like fog that people get in when they're not being real about what's going on kind of blocks the, the now what. So part of the journey and part of the framework of getting out of your own way is getting really crystal clear about the truth of what's going on and what is your part in it? What is your role in this? Who is the common denominator in most of your problems? You are. Yeah. And so it's your perspective and how you're looking at it. So you've got to get really crystal clear about what is going on. And, you know, one of our teachers, Shashin is, you know, Tony Robbins. And he always said, like, don't make it worse than it is. Don't make right. it better than it is. Just figure out what it is. Yeah. And when you can get real clear about, okay, like you said, okay, he's a dick. He's being a dick. Yeah. Well, we're not going to change him tomorrow. So what else can we do? And for all the people out there that have an ex-husband or a terrible boss or a toxic friend or whatever, you are in that with them. So the only person that you can control, the only piece of it that you actually have control over is your part. And until you can get really crystal clear in the role that you're playing in your own life and that you are absolutely not a fucking victim. And I'm going to say that again. You're yeah. absolutely not a fucking victim unless you stay there. Yeah. And, and stay in that energy and stay in that place And I invite you to realize that everyone, everything, every roadblock that comes into your life is there for a reason. And I mean, we can quote Caroline, Carolyn Mace, you know, this is a sacred contract. My ex-husband was a sacred contract in my life 
to teach me a lesson that I had not learned yet. And without him, I wouldn't have my two amazing children. So you are not stuck. You are not stuck. You know, and I think you, you know, the, it's great because there's a couple of things in what you said. I mean, one is, I think what I've seen in my own life and what I've witnessed now in clients is that it's almost like, you know, there's a pattern that gets woven into our nervous system. And, you know, if we talk about like getting triggered, it's as if like the wiring in our body gets activated. Victimization is as much as we say we're not victims. It's a very convenient and very, very accepted way of being in the world, right? It's, That's how we connect. I'm a bigger victim than you. It's a great, right. It's, yeah. oh my God, from Dostoevsky's notes from the underground and he talks about the toothache. It's like, who would you be without the toothache? We get into a car accident. We, we what are they? We trauma share, you know, and, and we bond through trauma. Yeah. And, and I think that that becomes a very, a very subtle, but very powerful and potent force in our life where if we're not careful, it just allows us. And I think what you said is like, you know, listen, you got to see how you're responsible. I, I personally think all of this stuff that we do, the dramas, the triggers and all of that, I think we truly want to avoid responsibility. It is a responsibility avoidance in everything, right? It can't be my fault. It, it's so much easier to put it out there. And, and, and I think we live in a world in which it's not even, it's common, but it's almost like, you know, in the news, if, if it bleeds, it reads. I mean, it, it, that's a telling statement about who we are as people that we, we, we want to watch someone else. It, there's some satisfying thing about being watching the victimization or being victimized by it. It allows us some kind of meaning. And you got to stop and you got to get out of that for a minute to just actually say, wait, one of the most interesting things that I find is that, you know, when, whenever I found myself in like a crisis mode or, you know, a state of anxiety, a depression, sadness, you know, I'm feeling stuck. If I look at clients in the same way, you know, we're so reluctant to just find the closest lever that we have in front of us that we can actually pull, right? We're, we're like, well, I could never do that. And we're reaching for the stars. I'm like, but there's, there's probably five or six things that you can do right now, right now, that could actually shift the trajectory of where you're going right now, but we don't want to do that. We don't want to take the responsibility. We don't want to get a good night. We might not want to not drink tonight or maybe not eat that tonight or say you're sorry tonight or journal tonight or meditate tonight or go for a walk or get up and go outside or, you know, call a friend or ask for help. There's this low lying fruit that is just sitting there every single day. And it's funny when you're in that mode, it's very hard to just, just take that first step. And I think that, you know, that's so what now what moment, unfortunately for a lot of people has to get, it's got to get so bad that they're like down on their knees and they're willing to like crawl and take that first step. But hopefully, you know, and I think that by telling these stories and giving some people some frameworks to operate in, they don't have to wait for that long. Absolutely. And I, I think that one of the things that I really want to encourage people 
is, you know, now what had a certain meaning for me in the very beginning of this? It was like, okay, now what? It was more action oriented. But for me, the now is more like, okay, so I just need to be really present right now. What can I do in this moment right here? What can I be grateful for? What can I focus on? In this moment in my life, there is absolutely nothing wrong. I am safe. I am happy. My, like, it's, and you only have right now. Yeah. People are so focused on the past, the future. We spend so much time not even in the present moment and being aware of like your own body, your own mind, that in this process, it's so important to get in the now. What can I do right now? Mm. What can I focus on right now? And get just get quiet and breathe because that so what is always going to come. Like it's always going to come. It's never done. You never have full mastery of any of it. It's always growing. We're always learning. But if you can get into your now moment, and I think that there's a spiritual side to that, but there's also the practical. Okay, so now I'm calm. Now I'm breathing. Now I realize I'm not, there's no chaos in this moment. I cannot, I can move through this. And then you can gracefully and effectively and even more authentically get into the now, what am I going to do about it? Because now you're in a, a more present place. I will probably make the rest, the best next decision from that place. I mean, I, I love that. I like, I'm like sitting and listening to you, like visualizing like the, so what now it's survival guide, you know, and it's like a little thing that you have in your wallet, your purse, whatever, you know, and it's, it's like, here are like a hundred things that actions, new questions to ask yourself or whatever, something in that moment. It's what I'm saying. Like, it's all these little levers that are right there. I love that it. just did that. You know, in my darkest times, I remember it was just literally like looking at my dog and going like, you got to go out for a walk. And I got up and off the couch and I got up and went out for a walk. And I was like, wow, it shifted. It's okay. It's all right. It's going to be okay. And, and being willing to do that and willing to go there, you know, I think that's great. Yeah, and I was also remembering the so what now what, you know, this idea of trauma sharing all the time, the excuses, right? Like the nature of the relationship we have with ourselves about our own narrative and then the people that we surround ourselves with that narrative and we just say stuff, right? Like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. You want to go get a drink? Oh my God. Like, like we'll do that. And, and we all kind of get, yeah, you know, yeah, my God, sometimes, oh God, see the news. And oh, did you hear about Ukraine and this and that? I mean, it's just this thing. And, and I remember one of the best breakthroughs I wa- watched like unfold in front of me was, you know, you were stuck and so frustrated in sales, you're like, these people have no money. They don't call me back. You know, they're not interested. You know, I, I feel like I'm wasting my time. I got to fire my other person who's making my appoint settings. You know, I mean, these people, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I remember sharing with you this idea around and helping just, just shape the nature of what it was you were doing. And at that time, you had people that were signing up. They had listened to Tony in some way. There was something going, right? And they had volunteered themselves for a call. They like, they came, they said, I want a call. 
I need help. So we knew that there was something going on. And I, I remember it was something along the lines of, I'm like, of course they're saying no. Of course they don't have money. Of course they're not. I mean, that's what they do. And I said to you, I said, I want you, the next time someone does that to you, you say, of course you're going to say that. I know you've been doing this your whole life. And listen, I'm not going to sell out on you today. I'm not going to let you get away with that with me today. And I remember saying, I go, that takes a certain level of awareness in your own self about how you do things and a real level of compassion and a real love and a real caring for somebody that was already wanting something, needing help. And instead of just saying, okay, you have no money, you're wasting my freaking time. Okay, have a nice day, goodbye, right? To boom. And I remember it was like, that opened up a doorway to you. And it was like having these meaningful conversations. There was like something shifted in you and something shifted in your sales. And then literally from like, I can't put two nickels together, the number one salesperson at Robbins within like less than a year. Well, and I'll, I'll tell you some of what that was, was I started to take myself out yeah. of it. Right. So this, uh, is not, yeah. this phone call is not about me. Right. This phone call is about you. And at some level, there is so much value for someone else when you stand for their dream. Right. When you stand for what they are capable of, even if they don't believe it themselves, and you hold up the mirror to them so they can see who they truly are and how powerful they can be if they just allow themselves. And I think that it was so profound when I heard in the anatomy of the spirit, Carolyn May said, and everyone should read the anatomy of the spirit or listen to it. She said, and I'm kind of doing this right now with this podcast and we'll kind of close this whole thing down with this kind of energy of this thought. When you step into what you know is right for you, but you're scared shitless about Mm -hmm. your angels love to show off. Mm -hmm. So this is really about encouraging the people that are listening, encouraging the people that are here to take their lives to the next level is I am here. The people that I bring on were here to stand for your truth, to stand for your dream. And to tell you there is absolutely nothing stopping you except for you. And we can have breakthroughs and get through that and and make these, turn these so what, now what moments into your best, best moments of transformation, graceful evolution, and just powerfully step into who you're really made to be. Because you do have angels whether they're walking the earth, whether they're in heaven, whether it's a bird, whether it's a situation, whether it's a traffic jam, there is some bigger something that is here to catch you when you leap into your greatness. And I think that's really what this is about is how can we help you do that? How can we help you move out of where you don't want to be anymore into who you truly are and what you want in your life and do it with support and do it with bravery and courage and, you know, 
and just find the joy that you want in your life. That's what this journey is about. I love it. And I love it. And I, and I, and yeah. And it's like, I like, you know, essentially what I said to you was, I'm not going to sell out on you. I'm going to stand for you. You're in the jar. I've seen it a bunch of times. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. And I think that what you just said is like, look, when you started taking a stand for the people that were on the other side of the phone, and you didn't allow them to just simply get away with the blah, 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 blah. What you essentially said is like, so what? Now what? I, I got it. Yes, it's hard. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, you don't have money. Yes, you don't have time. Yes, all that's true. And you've been doing this your whole life. And the moment you just said, I see some other possibility for you. Are you willing do you have the desire, the capacity? If you do, I'm here. And there's a pathway out if you're ready to take it. And I think it's a beautiful message and a beautiful place to come at the world from. And it's so great that you're doing this. I'm so proud of you. I, you know, to see you married and happy and all of this. My God, seven years later. It's an honor to be on this and being in this call. I mean, just the whole thing. It's fabulous. And I, and I, you know, of course, any time. I love to participate in this conversation again and again with you. Well, I'm so blessed, 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 blessed to have you as my friend, my mentor, my guide, my ass kicker into this journey with me. And so blessed and happy that you could be here on my first episode. Uh, but I think we'll just leave it there. And just, I want to thank everyone for listening, for all of your support, for those of you I know, for those of you I don't know and don't know yet and hope to know someday. It's your turn now. It's your time to step into your power and really define what your so what, now what is going to be. So everyone have a great rest of your day, night, whatever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the So What Now What podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you'd like to connect on social, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at my So What Now What. Thanks again for listening.